I'm Stephen Daniels, and I'm at the IFT in Anaheim, California. Very pleased to be joined by Daryl Sullivan, who is from Covance, a contract research organization, and he's also president of AOC International. Now, Daryl, this morning at IFT, we've been talking about antioxidant testing. Um, Now, you're working on establishing methods for antioxidant testing. How important is this to have these uniform, accepted methods? Uh, it's very it's very important. There's a great deal of research going on now within industry trying to identify and quantify the antioxidant ability or capability of food products because uh, the population is very interested in these products because of the perceived health benefits. So what we need to be able to do is establish test methods that will give us useful information about the antioxidant potential of a food product. So we not only need to develop some very good test methods to quantify the compounds that are responsible for this antioxidant ability, but then we need to be able to uh, validate these test methods both in a single laboratory and then across a number of different laboratories to give us the repeatability and reproducibility data that we need to have confidence in these test methods that they will give us accurate data um, at any single point in time. Okay, and there's a mind-boggling amount of antioxidants out there. There's also almost a an equal number of, of antioxidant testing. The most obvious one is the ORAC. And there's also these new cell-based um, assays that are coming out, like the CAPI and the CAA from Cornell. What are your thoughts on those? Um, the ORAC test method has, has been used fairly extensively and it's been with us for a number of years, and I think it's giving us some useful data. We're not sure what the empirical data mean, meaning the true value of the numbers, but they, they do represent relative proportions of antioxidant activity. We need to do a little more research to tighten down the ORAC assay and then get it validated across a number of different laboratories so that we can get a better idea of the reproducibility of that test method in different laboratories. Uh, in looking at comparing our chemical methods to the cell-based methods. I think the cell-based methods are giving us good information about the antioxidant behavior in a biological model, and I think that's useful in looking at the actual effect in the human body and scaling up our research into the actual effect on humans. But I think we need to keep that as a separate area of research from our chemical methods that will be able to um, identify the antioxidant potential in a food product. And what do you think when you walk into a, a grocery store or even like a vitamin shop kind of a thing and you see the, the ORAC values posted on the bottles or, or, or on the food products? I think the ORAC values are giving us some value. I'm not sure how much information the general population has on the meaning of these values, so I think um, some additional education is probably going to be valuable to the overall population. I think these values give us a good idea of the relative antioxidant potential of food products and, and gives us a pretty good range of the, of the foods that have a very high potential versus some that aren't, aren't quite as valuable. And on a wider scale, how important is it for the industry, whether that's the food industry in general or the dietary supplements industry, to embrace these methods and make sure that everyone's reading off the same hymn sheet almost? I think it's very, very important because we have so many different laboratories now producing data. I think it's important that we get standardized test methods, that we get methods validated by organizations such as AOAC International so that we're confident that a laboratory in Europe is going to give us comparable data to a laboratory in the U.S. to a laboratory in Asia, for example. And if a company wants to test the antioxidant activity, how do they go about this? You know, there's a number of different uh, methods that have been published that are very good, that, that are a good starting point. But again, I think if we can get some of these methods into the literature with the standards organization, like um, AOAC, serial chemists, and oil chemists, and some others, then we'll have a standard protocol that everyone can follow that will give us a great deal of detail on execution of these test methods so that, that we're sure that they're done properly.
Thank you very much, Daryl. That was Daryl Sullivan from Covance. This is Stephen Daniels at the IFT in Anaheim, California.